Solutions presents another episode of Web on Web, your podcast for everything health and wellness related. Head on over to blueowlsolutions.com to see how we can assist you on your wellness journey. Blue Owl Solutions presents another episode of Web on Web, your podcast for everything health and wellness related. Head on over to blueowlsolutions.com to see how we can assist you on your wellness journey. Welcome listeners to another episode of Web and Web. It's Coach Beth and I am joined today by Jenny Morrow, also known as Jenny Jen. Jenny is an independent health coach and you can find her through Facebook Messenger, Jenny Jen, or on Instagram, Jenny Jen. So welcome, Jenny. Uh oh, I'm not hearing you at all. All right, take. Blue Owl Solutions presents another episode of Web on Web, your podcast for everything health and wellness related. Head on over to blueowlsolutions.com to see how we can assist you on your wellness journey. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Web on Web. It's Coach Beth here, and I am joined today by Jenny Morrow also known as Jenny Jen. Jenny is an independent health coach and you can find her through Facebook Messenger at Jenny Jen or Jenny Jen Instagram. Welcome, Jenny. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Beth. I really appreciate it. Well, I am so excited to talk to you today because we met when you were mid-journey. So I can't wait to hear your full story. Um, tell me about your history with health and wellness, where you started and how that evolved and got you to where you are today as an independent health coach. All right. So I was a yo-yo dieter for many, many, many years. Like most of us are right. Mm -hmm. We try everything out there. Yep. Um, I did meet you about mid-journey. I was actually, I thought maybe I was at the highest weight I had ever been when I met you. Um, and through that time, I had really great success. You were such a great coach for me. Uh, you gave me a lot of inspiration to Aww. continue my journey, right? Well, then life happened and I ended up in a very sticky situation that did not allow me rather to focus on my health. Okay. Right. Instead, right. I just let myself go again. Mm -hmm. Well, since then, um, within the last six months, I well, let me back up. I'm sorry. Let me back up. <laughs> You want to get let, to all the good stuff really fast, right? <laughs> I know, I do. Um, I really had a struggle um, with a bad relationship and no support. Right. So I ended up leaving that relationship and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, going forward, I have since met uh, my future husband and I'm very, very excited about this Um this relationship because it is actually a partnership and 
he supports my journey. Um, he believes in health and wellness, just like I do. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me to really dive in again, dive back into my mind, dive back into the heart of what I believe in. Yeah. And I have to tell you, um, I think a lot of listeners are going to be able to relate to this because I work with a lot of people who their, their own personal journey is often tied up in the relationships that we're in. It's all part of it. And it's all part of that mindset. So you're not alone just like many of our listeners are not alone. And the great part about this is, I believe listening to you is gonna give them the hope that there is something better out there and that they're worth that better. So go ahead and and go backwards though first. Tell us, even before (laughs) that, before, before a difficult relationship, even just growing up, what was your relationship with food and fitness? Okay. So growing up, my relationship with food started out when I was a small child. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. We were taught that we could not leave the table until we finished everything on our plates. Yep. So that was where it started. And then if we finished what was on our plate without getting sent to our room, then there was always dessert. So we were always, you know, given all of this extra food that you really didn't need to fuel your body. Yep. Um, Sugars, everything was sweet with sugars. Um, I was fortunate enough to have, as a very small child, we had a garden. So, and we also had fresh food. We actually raised our animals for beef and, um, pork, things like that. Um, so I, I did have farm fresh, but there was always, always, always the dessert. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. The (laughs) The dreaded dessert. Exactly. Um, so that's really where it began. And wouldn't it, you say that more than just it being the habitual dessert, it's also a connection between rewarding ourselves with sweets? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would say as I got older, okay, and more independent, I really had a sweet tooth. And mm-hmm. I can attribute that to my childhood. But I also can attribute it to it being around all the time. Anytime you went to a holiday party, there were sweets. Anytime you went to a, even a funeral, like go to the, the post, uh, the post burial party, if you will, you know, and there's always baked goods or pastas and big dishes of everything that you just want to engorge yourself in. Right. So we ingrain Um, all those connections to food, yes. every single celebration, every, every single se- yes, yeah, yeah, that's okay. correct. So, um, so, so going forward into adulthood, we bring all that baggage <laughs> with us. Um, we do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and then it it kind of feeds into the other choices we make, like relationships. So I'll let you pick it up there. Okay. So with, (laughs) 
Oh boy, where do I want to start with this? <laughs> I, I don't want to go into too much detail, you know, no, but if no, I can- Only what you're it, comfortable with. It brings up with a lot of bad juju in my mind, right? If right. I think about that point in time in my life. Right. Um, but with that said, it was a learning experience for me right. because I was faced every day with fried fattening foods. Right. Every day. I had to live that for five years of my life. And when you maybe in a relationship like I was, and I, I hope not to offend anybody here, but I literally gave up. I said, okay, if you don't believe me for what this food is going to do to my body, I'll show you what it's going to do. Mm. And I finally just turned the cards and did just that. And what happened was I gained more weight than I had ever gained before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I had to turn it back around again. I I, I can guarantee you, first of all, that's not going to offend anybody. It's going to be relatable to everybody because we are geniuses at self-sabotage. I think anybody who takes this journey has self-sabotage is right up there with our top skills. Exactly. So that accompanied by being sabotaged, right. you know, was I literally would get a picture of a chocolate cake and I would say, oh, that looks really good. I love chocolate cake. Right. And then I would get home and there would be a whole chocolate cake waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to help my journey. Because what do I want to do at that point? I want to sit down and want to eat it and not just eat a piece. I want to eat a half of cake, a half a cake, you know? Sure. (laughs) Because at that point, that's the thing that's making us feel good. It's the only thing that's making us feel good. The only thing. You just hit the nail right on the head. It was the only thing that was making you feel great. So So. you're at a point now, though, where most people would look at you now and think, Mm -hmm. well, there's a very successful, fit, healthy human being. But Mm -hmm. we both know that success Mm -hmm. takes on many forms and success means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So reflect on where you are now and how you equate that to success. What does success mean to you on this journey? How do you define it? Okay. Well, success to me is so simple. It's just the humility of being able to help others. Oh, I love that, that, Jenny. That to me is success. And I was asked that when I became an independent health coach Mm -hmm. for the program that I represent, they asked me, what does success mean to you? Well, success to me is not about what we have or about money. It's not about material things. It's about helping others Mm -hmm. because let's face it. So many of us feel alone, right? But we're not alone. Correct. We are not alone at all. Yeah. So if I can assist in making a difference in somebody's life, then I've, I've, I have succeeded, then I'm successful. But it takes a lot to get to that point, right? It does. Yeah. So it does. What, I mean, what characteristics were innately your own that you think propelled you 
to where you are now? I've always been a caregiver. I've always been the one who, you know, wants to help everybody and make everything better. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, always there if somebody needs something and not necessarily taking care of myself mm. in the process. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but I am blessed enough now. I'm to this point in my life where the everybody else that I was taking care of is already taken care of and they're well on their way. Mm -hmm. So I have the ability to finally step back and take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And now because I am over the moon in love with my soulmate and this is the final destination for me, um, I really have much more to live for now. Mm. I also, in my mind, not even in my mind, but in my heart, I want to be there and I want to be fully present for my parents who are getting up there in age. Right. Right. I want to be there. If I ever have grandchildren, I want to be present for that. Yeah. So I have found that if I can do the best possible thing for me to continue foraging on that I'm successful. Mm. I think a lot of people who consider themselves caregivers are going to hear the power in those statements because yes. we cannot give to others unless we take care of ourselves. At that least, is correct. You know, we can't function on all cylinders if none of our cylinders are working, right? That's right. That's so right. What challenges would you say throughout your journey? Um, first of all, what were your biggest challenges? And secondly, which challenges are you grateful for now? Sure. My biggest challenges were um, the carbs that we don't need. Um, we typically would just always, it was like a routine. We've always had cheese and crackers in the house. Yep. We always had chocolate in the house, tons of wine, mm -hmm. you know, and there were days where, you know, you're like, okay, I'm not really hungry. I'll just have some cheese and crackers and wine. You know, it was like yeah. the go-to, right. It was like those go-tos, but it was that habit of getting the same thing over and over and over again at the grocery store. And that okay. might, it might look different for somebody else. It, it's not specifically about not specific wine. It's no, about no, no. It could be anything, right. right? It's the habit. Yeah. So for me, it was cheese crackers and wine, but for anybody else, it may not be the same, Yeah. but it's, it is that habit. Like when you, if you stop and think for just a minute, when you walk in that grocery store, where, what aisles are you hitting or what aisles are you not hitting? It's right. with that simple little change, right? It's like mm -hmm. simple little change to just tweak your mind and turn it around and say, I'm not going to go to that aisle anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so the challenge for me was always having the unnecessary carbs, sugars, everything in the house that I love to eat. I'm an all or nothing person. Mm. I mean, I used for years I smoked and I quit cold turkey 14 years ago and I never looked back. Wow. Because I'm an all or I'm an all or nothing, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like all or nothing. <laughs> Which, you know, typically we talk about all or nothing or black and white as being a negative, but in some situations, people who are black and white, all or nothing, when they set mm-hmm. their mind to doing something, they do it. They do all it. In. Mm-hmm. All in. Yeah. Okay. All in. And it's funny you say that all in because that's been a big statement of mine for the last um, couple of months all in. I'm all in with everything I've got. And that's what's helping me to have great success now. But the biggest challenge that I am most grateful for, believe it or not, everybody sit down. (laughs) (laughs) COVID-19. Talk to us about that. Talk to us about that. Because most people are probably rolling their eyes right now going, what the heck? But I know. if you're a person who can find silver linings, you know, you may have some insight. I can. On this. Yeah, I definitely can. Um, so I do go to work every day. And fortunately for us, our job was considered an essential business. So it was kept open uh, by the governor. Well, our employer went above and beyond to make sure that we were safe Mm -hmm. and allowed everybody that could, they allowed us all to go home and work, Mm -hmm. okay? So I was able to work from home. Well, then enter the challenge of all of the good, uh, what I thought was good food, right? Right, right. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to the COVID weight gain I mean, they always had maybe my weight gain, but then enter COVID-19 and I, and I gained even more because right. I was home and I had that ability to just grab whatever I wanted to grab. I was sedentary, sitting at my desk working. It was the biggest light bulb that went off in my head when I had to go back to work mm-hmm. and I couldn't fit in any of my clothes. Right. Okay. A bunch of people are saying amen right now, Jenny. Oh my gosh. I was like, okay, what's happening? And in May, I, I had an epiphany. I just said, I thought I was being inundated with hot flashes and it really wasn't hot flashes per se, but it was the weight gain. I was very uncomfortable sleeping. Going up and down the stairs to do laundry, I was having chest pains and I was saying to myself, oh no, I'm not old enough to have a heart attack, but guess what? I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that in my mind. Um, so let me ask so you I, something here. Were you actually listening to your body or were you trying to avoid listening to your body? Initially, I was trying to avoid listening to it because I thought every day was a celebration. We had a happy hour at home every day because, yeah. you know, everybody turned, well, I, I can't say everybody, but, you know, liquor stores apparently were essential. Yeah. And <laughs> I know a lot of people who did turn to creating their own happy hours with their favorite bars and restaurants that had to shut down. You know, there was a lot of change that we had to endure this year. Right. But at the end of the day, when I had that light bulb go off, okay. Out of fear and exhaustion. Yep. I made a change. Mm -hmm. And since then I'm now down (laughs) drum roll 40 
45.8. Sorry, I'm just going to transpose the number. 45.8 pounds since June 1st. That's amazing. And I have so much energy. Yeah. I am tinier than I have been. I, I actually am almost my high school weight. Wow. <laughs> so much energy. I'm toned and I haven't been working out. I'm telling you, I have so much support, the community support, the coach support. Yeah. Yeah. So much support around me. How important um, which is, is support, would you say? It is huge. And I can tell you right now that my fiance he jumped right on board. He said, you know, I'm going to do this with you. I could stand to lose 20 pounds. Yep. Yep. I said, okay. Yeah. Nope. 42 pounds. Wow. Wow. And has been maintaining now for 10 weeks and is eating a ton of food, but all the right stuff. Right. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah. It's amazing what we can do with the tools that are given to us. If Um, we use them, if we, if we use them, Yep. If we use them, um, we have to use them, but you also have in my, in my business, you have a coach for life. So like, I'm no charge. I talk to my clients once a week, every single week. And I keep encouraging them. They have questions. They can text me, they can call me or whatever. I'm always there for them. And that's, that's forever. Yeah. And you know, when we talk about support, I mean, Mm -hmm. you you often hear CEOs talk about, you know, success and how they got there. And the really good ones always say, well, I didn't get here alone. You know, we don't do this alone. If you talk Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, famous musicians, they will say, well, you know, I don't do this alone. There's a whole band that supports me. If you talk to actors, they say, well, I didn't make this movie alone. There was a cast, you know? And I, and I think when we talk about successful health journeys, there really is a, a cast of support um, that are there for the people who I talk to that have been successful on some kind of, whether it's a weight loss or whether it's fitness, um, you know, whatever those health and wellness goals are, even if it's just making mind shifts, having that support. And I think what people don't understand is that it's not a nine to five thing. Sometimes it's 2 a.m. that we need that support. Sometimes it's, you know, four o'clock in the morning when we can't turn our brains off or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, absolutely. So I, I well, totally understand what you're saying there. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. And if I can just mention too, that with this program, sleeping rock solid, I don't even get up mm-hmm. and all my clients, they say, I just don't understand. I I'm sleeping so good and I have so much energy during the day and I'm just, mm. it works. Sleep affects everything. Sleep affects everything. So if you can have the proper sleep, and if I can say, what would you do if failure was not an option? Right. Wouldn't you jump on board? Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. And if I could just circle back to the biggest challenge that I'm grateful for COVID-19 is that, yes, the light bulb went off for me. But it's more than that. It's more than weight loss. It's more than um, what we are here for tonight. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I'm so, so grateful 
that we are blessed enough to have our health. Right. If we woke up today, it's a blessing. Right. Right. I look at things so differently now. There is nothing too small that doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It is the little things. Absolutely. At the end of the day. So, so I am grateful for COVID. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. So you're grateful for COVID. You're seeing the silver linings. Um, mm -hmm. You're still at heart a caregiver because now you're caring yes. for other people. So yes, how do you fill your own well now? Because as a coach, you know, mm -hmm. other people are, are, are draining you. How do you fill up? Well, they're not draining me at all. Ah, actually. Okay. All right. <laughs> they're not draining me at all. Um, uh -huh. So I personally am still on my wellness journey. So I have not hit my goal yet. And okay. I do anticipate hitting my goal sometime in January. How many people can say, wait, you lost weight through the holidays? Yep. Right. I have been, and I still am <laughs> because it works. Right. Um, however, my clients don't drain me. We get, we hop on a quick call once a week, mm -hmm. five, 10 minutes, discuss their week, see how they did, if they have any questions and if they need something in between, they just shoot me a text. They're not draining me at all. It's okay. literally a matter of five, 10 minutes. And then we're on our way. If they're good, I'm good. Maximum call lasts about 15 minutes, you know, and that's right. if it's a good close friend who just wanted to chat about something else. <laughs> so, um, but so no, I fill my white spaces. The part where this becomes about paying your forward is actually mm -hmm. part of filling yourself. Yes, it is. I gotcha. I got gotcha. absolutely. So yep. do you, do you ever get in your own way? see honestly I've probably gotten in my own way twice since I've started this journey but I can tell you <laughs> it's so easy the program is easy that it's it's almost foolproof like you can't mess it up mm -hmm. the only mess up I had I would say is a couple of times over the summer I may have had a couple of cocktails mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and that does get in my way because it doesn't make me feel good you right. know and I'm like yeah and then over Thanksgiving I had a few cocktails so I'm kind of getting out of that blah feeling now um so but other than that no <laughs> so so when those slip-ups those types of things happen because human beings are not 100 perfect we're gonna have no those not at all moments right and mm -hmm. so what part of this becomes about um giving yourself grace allowing for room for forgiveness um Talk to me a little bit about the forgiveness aspect of sure. the mindset that goes into a journey like this. Absolutely. Well, this one for me, thankfully, is easy too, because I've come so far and I've seen what this plan can do for me and for my clients mm -hmm. that I go into it now with the mindset of one day of a slip up or two days of a slip up is not going to get you where you were 
it's a lifestyle of slip ups that's going to get you back to where you were. Right. So as long as you can jump back on board, get right back on your program, you're going to succeed because that one slip up or that those two slip ups, that's not going to cause you to be a failure. You're not a failure for that. That's life. We, we live life, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And, and that's where the, the commonality comes into this because it really doesn't matter which program or what program or how you're doing this or what the path exactly. looks like. It really comes down to habit building for life rather than, um, you know, the, the diet for, for five minutes and then slip Correct. up and then diet for five minutes. It's, it's really just building a lifetime of healthy habits. I, I, yes, I, it's the habits of health. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so habits of health versus habits of disease is what I like to say. Yes, so I like that. Mm-hmm. I like yes. that. So what are people surprised to learn about you personally? Oh, well, people are really surprised. Like if I see them now, They'll say, well, you never had any weight to lose. Ah, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, they also always thought that it was easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have found that um, as well. People look at people look at people who have gotten to a place of, you know, some form of whatever you call success. And they think, oh, well, it must be easy for them because it's hard for me. And I think it's important that we drive home to people that this is challenging for everyone. It's Mm -hmm. it's hard for everybody. Um, How do you see yourself though now? How do you see yourself? I see myself as somebody who cares about myself. Mm, I love that. (laughs) finally care enough about myself. Yeah. I love myself and not in an egotistical way. Right. I love myself enough to love others and care for others. I love myself enough to understand what I'm putting in my body to understand how it helps me move forward or how it sets me back. Yeah. And that's a pivotal moment for me. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, um, I'm not going to say I was an alcoholic. I wasn't, but I used to drink every single day wine mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Huge moment for me. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I so, save it if I'm going to have it for the weekend, you know, I'm and that makes me feel better of repetition of I used to do this, like I used to smoke every day. I used to drink every mm-hmm. day. I used to eat unhealthy every day. So mm-hmm. you are a glowing example of change, Jenny. Yeah. You, it, is, yep. it is so hopeful for people who identify themselves as unhealthy. I'm unhealthy. I'm a smoker. I'm a drinker. Mm-hmm. I'm a this. I'm a, whatever you label yourself as, it is incredibly inspiring to be able to hear somebody say, but you can choose to be different. You can choose a different path. And I love that. 
I love that. And well, thank you so much. I, I also can add to that, um, that it's okay to be yourself, be yeah. transparent. It's okay to be yourself, admit your faults. We're human. Yeah. Nobody is perfect. We are human. So I'm not going to say it's all sunshine and roses. No. Right. I didn't get the way I was by sunshine and roses. <laughs> <laughs> it took a long way, a long, a long, careful thought process, but I encourage, um, if I could use this phrase, I encourage all of your listeners to keep this in their mindset. When you're faced with a challenge, just stop, challenge yourself, and then make your choice. Mm. Stop, challenge, and choose. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love it. I love it. Jenny, mm-hmm. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here tonight, being open, sharing your journey with us, paying it forward, inspiring others. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. Be well, be healthy until we meet again. This episode of Web on Web was brought to you by Blue Owl Solutions. I'm your host, Coach Beth, executive producers, Kevin Webb, all music provided by Venomentality Publishing. This has been a Blue Owl Solutions production. This episode of Web on Web was brought to you by Blue Owl Solutions. I'm your host, Coach Beth, executive producer is Kevin Webb, all music provided by Venomentality Publishing. This has been a Blue Owl Solutions production.